Welcome everyone to a new episode of Self Love Talk Show where we have deeply and soulful conversation with powerful women in business. And today I'm so happy to have with me Kathleen Anne-Marie. She's an Ayurvedic business coach and uh, we connected through Instagram and we really vibe well together. So Kathleen, welcome. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah, I agree. We totally vibed and I'm so excited to be here and talking to you today. Hmm. Awesome. So Kathleen, Thank you so much again for being here and sharing your wisdom and your story with us. I would love to know how did you start this path of entrepreneurship? Uh, tell us about your story. How did you arrive uh, where you are now, bridging Ayurveda with uh, business? Of course. Yeah, so it's kind of a really funny story um, and I'm gonna try to keep it short and simplified even though it's a little crazy <laughs> but um, one of the big things that led me to the path of bringing Ayurveda into business coaching was running my own show all by myself <laughs> um, doing marketing on one hand um, running a really great little side business doing marketing for various businesses and then having my own full-time yoga teacher job where I helped children with special needs. And, mm. um, I kept realizing throughout life that I kept burning out and I kept getting so sick and Western medicine never had an answer for me. And it's what encouraged me to slowly but surely find my way to Ayurveda. I started studying yoga. Um, I had been like, really young and had um, skin cancer and then I had like mm. panic attacks and um, all kinds of crazy health issues. Yeah. So yeah, and so of course I went to a bunch of different doctors trying to figure out like why I, you know, the skin cancer was healed thankfully very quickly. I had two surgeries and was good. Um, but the repercussions were really challenging. And so, again, I would come out of balance. I'd get sick. I'd burn out. I'd be stressed out, anxious. And all of these things would happen without any solid um, response from Western medicine of why it was happening, what was at the root. And so I found my way to yoga. I started learning about Ayurveda and realizing that anything that I had done in the past to heal myself was actually an act of following the practices that are within Ayurveda, the way I was eating, the way I was practicing yoga even, the way I was meditating and taking time for myself were all ways that I was resolving pitta and vata imbalances that were within my system. And I just became really passionate about it, largely because I started to realize if I could heal myself and if this science is the science of life as it's mm -hmm. known to be, essentially the science of you understanding your own unique genetic blueprint and healing yourself through that before you even get to a point of burnout or before you even get to a point of illness, then why should it not be something that would resolve my imbalances within my business? Mm. 
why would it not be something that would resolve the imbalances for other people within their business? So it led me to a very <laughs> interesting space that um, not many people have come to before and it's been fun. Yeah. And how did you, like, why did you become so passionate uh, with Ayurveda? Uh, you know, it's, <laughs> it's just one of those things you like, you see it proven time and time again, how it resolves things and like what was really going on. Like I, I just looked back on my life and I saw, you know, this, I was 18 when I got skin cancer and mm. I had a severe pitta imbalance. Pitta relates to the skin. And then I had um, a liver imbalance that then caused problems with my eyes. And I like thought I was going blind for a bit wow. there. And I resolved it with Ayurvedic practices. Wow. Um, yeah, you know, pretty crazy stuff. But, mm -hmm. and then I was, like I said, I was um, teaching yoga full time. I had a really beautiful business helping really special individuals. And I was so passionate about it. And I was also loving doing marketing and helping businesses grow and like just sitting down with a client and teaching them how to build their own business. Like I started to get into that realm more and it was so fun for me. But I noticed that a lot of the time when a tactic or strategy didn't work, it was because of the energy that was imbalanced within the entrepreneur that was then reflected into their business. Now their business is very pizza because they are type A and they're letting it run their lives and they're burning out. And then through that, they wind up repelling clients. Mm. You know, like all these little things started to make sense. Yes, yes. And uh, when, when was the time, like when you decided uh, to go full on with your business online and establish yourself alone in your in this online business it was um let's see like a little over a year ago that i finally opened the doors to my one-to-one -one program which is mm -hmm. the first program that i launched and now i have two programs and um, retreats happening it's been but honestly like it, it Time-wise, it was a little over a year ago, but in the timeline of my path of self-healing, you know, it was after I finally got to that point of like, I'm, I'm done with being burnt out and not sure of what the direction my life is meant to go in. And I'm done with feeling lost. Yeah, totally. And uh, I was being like uh, at the beginning when you go out there and launch the your first uh, one-on-one, uh, like what type of mindset, energy did you have uh, and what challenges did you find? <laughs> That's a really good question. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> to keep I mean, it real. Always, yeah. You know? <laughs> I was just going to give that announcement. Like <laughs> <laughs> Dear everyone listening, you're going to get the realest reply. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> It wasn't butterflies and rainbows, that's for sure. <laughs> and I think this is like the fun thing about when you and I talk is that we're both so real and transparent that I think that's what really impacts people. So yes. yeah, let's dive in. <laughs> let's dive in. <laughs> yeah, my energy, um, getting ready to launch it. Um, I was in a great place. I was like head over heels in love. I thought everything was magical. <laughs> I, thought, 
I thought I was like, you know, floating on air. I was so excited for it. And I was scared. You know, I floating on air also relates to Bata Dosha, which is the combination of air and ether. So I was, uh -huh. you know, I was in that moment of like creation, creation, creation. And um, it got me a little anxious, of course. Most people get scared when they're about to do something crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, but I grounded a lot. I did a lot of self-care. And a week before I opened doors to my business, that um, beautiful divine love that I was in <laughs> walked out the door. <laughs> so it was very humbling. My, uh, my launch was very humbling to um, the practice of self-care and not letting that fire be something that forced me to success because once, um, you know, there are a lot of things tied with a breakup as there usually is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're usually a little complicated, right? <laughs> well, I was, I was really hurt and um, I felt betrayed and so I was angry. So then I have more pizza uh -huh. uh, launching something. Um, this is something I was talking about earlier today, but launching something, there's like phases, there's life cycles, there's um, different elements that go into different stages of the launch and so I was at like the fire point of the launch like getting my I was prepping my fire prepping my fire and then mm. got dumped <laughs> <laughs> and then my fire was like okay we're mad <laughs> we can be fiery <laughs> so there was a lot of self-care you know and a lot of deep self-reflection that had to happen you know to get in front of the camera to announce that I was doing this to go all in on it and to also like resolve that I got a little hurt. <laughs> and how did you like, uh, you know, how did you bring uh, in your in your day day to day practice uh, the the knowledge of Ayurveda? I spent a lot of time outside um, mm. at that point, and so Ayurveda is a practice of almost like self-maintenance, you know, it's the practice of like your soul chose this body, this vehicle to take you around this incredible earth and do beautiful things. And so Ayurveda encourages you to kind of like check on the vehicle. How is it running on a regular basis? Every morning I wake up, I scrape my tongue. This is part of the Dinacharya. Mm. The daily routine is huge. So everything you do on a daily basis, you know, if you've studied success, if you've studied wellness, your daily actions equate to the life that you're creating in the future. Mm -hmm. So it comes in all forms, you know, doing 10 minutes of meditation or scraping your tongue or what food you're eating and how you're eating it. These things all affect you. And knowing your dosha, knowing your mind-body type, and how mm -hmm. it may fluctuate because it does fluctuate. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like we're not the same every single day. <laughs> um, it fluctuates. And so we need to learn how to understand what our body and our mind is telling us and then respond accordingly in a way that supports that vehicle in being at its fullest capacity so that we can show up as the fullest expression of ourselves. And through that, then we can show up for clients and we can have great success. But without that, 
that success is fleeting if it is if it is even achieved exactly mm. and uh, okay let's dive in gives uh, give us uh, to my listener to our listeners some like little description into the three different types pitta kapha and vata right Yes, yes. So um, what Ellie just shared with you is the three doshas. Vata, which is the air and ether. I mentioned it a little bit earlier. Pitta, which is fire and water elements combined. And then Kapha, which is earth and water elements combined. And so earth is the dominant element in Kapha. Fire is related to Pitta. And then air is related to Vata. So we have all the elements of nature. We have these three doshas, vata, pitta, and kapha. And so there are all the elements of nature inside of these three doshas. And these three doshas exist in our bodies and our minds. And so the practice of incorporating Ayurveda, this medical system that's over 5,000 years old. I mean, mm-hmm. there's, so, there's so much depth to it. Like, I need to say that first and foremost. There's so much to learn about it and so much to study but just even understanding those basic elements you can see fire when you look outside right you look at the sun you know and then you can see fire in the human body mm-hmm. right? you have the digestive fire is how we digest things so we are literally according to ayurveda a microcosm of the macrocosm we are the universe consolidated into this small little vehicle that <laughs> walks around the earth and, and does things on a daily basis and thinks and breathes and moves. So there's, um, there's those three doshas. They exist in all of us. And typically you have dominant ones. And when you know those, you can know yourself more deeply and you can eat correctly. You can, you know, for your dosha to keep it balanced, keep it healthy. You can think you can meditate, you can move, you can do everything in accordance to what will support your greatest well-being. Mm-hmm. That's like the brief. <laughs> That's like a very consolidated of what it is, but <laughs> and how do we like uh, self-analyze our dosha how do we understand uh, what type of dosha we are and work in alignment with them so there's a few different ways um you know you can go to an ayurvedic practitioner or health counselor you can go to an ayurvedic doctor they can um tell you a bit about your doshas you can also go and take a quiz online mm-hmm. to figure out what your dosha is and so the thing about them is that we are born pure we are born exactly how we are created and that is the pikruti and then we okay. we experience life so those three doshas are present at the pikruti when we're born and then we so the you know, pikruti as you say pikruti would be like the balance of all the three dosha. Yeah, it's like your natural state. Okay. And then the vikruti. So it's okay. vikruti. Vikruti is how we're born. And then vikruti is throughout life, we experience these changes, right? You know, you wake up on the wrong side of the bed or you eat the wrong food for your mm-hmm. body type for a long time. There are all different things. You know, the environment that you go into, like sometimes 
um, you know, and I'm sure people listening have experienced this, at least a few of you have traveled and not been able to digest how you normally do. Yes. Yeah. It happened to me. <laughs> so that's a vata imbalance because there's so much air and ether energy in the, in the experience of traveling. You know, you mm. fly on a plane, there's a, there's a lot of air time when you're flying in a plane yeah. usually. So like attracts like, and then opposites create balance. That's kind of the key thing to remember as you start to get to know your doshas. But okay. I always encourage people to know all three. Like I am a Vata Pitta, but because I know Kapha and I understand Kapha and I can see it, then I am now better able to balance my Pitta and my Vata because Kapha still exists there. Yeah. Right? So with the Vikruti, it changes throughout time. You know, it changes on a daily basis sometimes. And knowing it on a regular basis and knowing all three doshas is what allows us to understand the qualities of each and how we can um, find our way to the opposite when the one dosha is, you know, like skyrocketing. When we find the opposite, now we can start to pull that one back down, put it back into balance, and then find our equilibrium again. Hmm. So if I, if someone, for example, found that is uh, mainly, let's say, Vata, uh, does it have, this person have to work uh, on bringing more Pitta and Kapha or actually using this Vata energy more? Yeah, so that's a really good question. <laughs> I'm glad that you used Vata because most people relate to the Vata. I um, <laughs> I don't know if it's that most people relate to it or I just tend to attract a lot of Vatas. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, we, we do live in a world where there's a lot of movement, so it does increase our Vata. Um, the Vata is typically the person who is on the physical um, perspective. They have a little bit more of dryness to their skin. Um, they are lighter in weight and bone de density, so mm -hmm. like they, can, they can be really short or they can be really tall, mm -hmm. and their bones are typically, like, thin, you know, they're light, and so those people typically also have thin hair because there's lightness to the attributes that make up vata, so... In addition to that, that also translates, you know, so that's the body. It also translates to the mind. That person is also typically very creative. They mm. have a lot of beautiful, inspiring ideas. They make great entrepreneurs, yeah. except for, <laughs> <laughs> except for <laughs> when they're not in balance. So, you know, for me, for my example, like what I shared earlier in this about being, you know, having my marketing business and then having my yoga business. And, you know, sometimes people would call me up and be like, Hey, so you do marketing. Does that mean you do photography? And I'm like, yeah, I'm a jack of all trades. Cause I, I am, you know, I'm always <laughs> eating something. I'm, I'm everywhere <laughs> and I'm a projector. So that yeah. also like makes some sense now. <laughs> and, um, so there was a long time where I just, I couldn't commit to even like making a website i would start the website and then my creative pieces would go oh cool now we can create this and i would never finish projects so i would okay. never like commit to one thing because i was always in the ethers creating mm -hmm. 
So when you see this, like this is normally that person who's like, I have this idea, I have that idea. I, I want to do this program and this program and this program. And <laughs> then they wind up not doing this. This and, would be in human design, more a manifesting generator energy. Ah, that's cool to hear. Mm. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to have to have a talk where we just go all out on how project design and <laughs> Ayurveda link together because I see it knowing that I'm a projector and having sessions with you and um, learning more about that. I'm like, oh, Bata Pitta. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I'm a Taurus. That's my yeah. birthday's in May. And you're a Taurus too, right? Taurus, yeah. And what, what is your moon? Where is your moon? My moon is Aquarius. Ah, so you Aquarius. see, that's why yeah, I have moon in Taurus also. Ah. So, and my, my rising is in Virgo. So I so have... That's fine. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> so I have all this like earthy, like very practical energy. Plus I'm a manifesting generator. So I'm all about boom, boom and pita. So boom, boom, you know? <laughs> yeah. You have all that energy. Yeah. It makes so much sense. Yeah. This is uh, something I was saying earlier is like the more resources we have, the more we understand all these different sciences, the more we can really follow our superpower. You know, so talking about Fata, their superpower is creating. They can create and create and create and they still have more juice in there. Yeah. <laughs> but for them, typically what I see, and actually I, I literally designed my program for this because this is the majority of what happens. Like people sign up for a program and they're Vata even if they're not primarily Vata, their Vata starts going haywire because it's change. Now they have to change their schedule, they change their motives, they change the way their mind works. There's a lot of change and transformation that's happening. So there's a lot of both fire and, and Vata energy, so Pitta and Vata, and then we need grounding. So that's like step one. You know, if you are out there and you're listening and you're like, I have so many ideas, but I don't know what to do. I'm not clear. What do I do? <laughs> Ground, <laughs> slow down, sit on the earth, hug a tree, meditate with deep belly breathing, eat more grounding foods, get rest. <laughs> don't stay up all night creating. Yeah. That would be also more like from an astrological perspective and more perspective and more Aquarius uh, energy. Mm. Yeah. That they are very, and the, in Jinkies human design, it would be like a line six, that they are very into the, you know, spiritual hair, uh, you know, this um, other realm where they are all the time thinking, creating, but they, you know, don't ground then the ideas. Yeah, exactly. And like, you'll see, like, if you look at your birth chart, and then you also look at your doshas. And of course, I mean, I'm not a genius with human design and gene keys the way you are. But, you know, we can make these links a lot of the time when, you know, I'm kind of like a rare case. I have a very weird birth chart, to be totally <laughs> honest. <laughs> People like love looking at it. And it's all over, you know, there's a little bit of everything. But um, I have an air moon. And then I have Virgo as my sun sign and that's like very organized and everything. So I'm, I'm Pitta Vata. And then you look at the rest of my chart and there, there is a good amount of air and ether. And 
Yeah, I mean, you can look at any of the zodiacs and you can see like it has elements to it, right? Taurus is earth energy. Yes. And I, at the end, as you said, it's all connected, like uh, all these uh, different uh, modalities and they bring us uh, more near to ourselves. Yeah. Yeah, it brings us home to ourselves. Hmm. I think that's like the key element of like what I wish for anybody is just come home to yourself. Yes. And so right now, tell us like, how do you evolved uh, from, uh, how did you evolve from the, when you started the the first launch uh, uh, to today? Like what is right now your business? How do you support your clients? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think that's a good way to follow up after sharing with everybody that I had a <laughs> a breakup. A breakup during the launch. <laughs> yeah, let's let's look at <laughs> fast forward and and show how you know this stuff works. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, like the best example is my own experience. Um, but yeah, so it was also summertime, um, and I was pitta season is summertime. I am pitta in summer. My hair literally turns red. So very fiery. And then all these different um, elements were coming up through my schedule, through the work that I was doing, through my relationships and just how I felt internally. And so when I was able to start to like go through the grieving process, right? They, I think most people are pretty familiar with the grieving process, right? Mm -hmm. We have a little bit of anger, and then we have grief and we need to slow down. It typically, like a lot of cultures will take 40 days to mourn a loss and so yeah. I think that was kind of like the turning point for me but also the people that I drew in <laughs> actually one of my first clients was so earthy <laughs> and, <laughs> and it was exactly what I needed you know we were talking about like soulmate clients and soul contracts earlier and before we started like recording the actual podcast yeah. but soul contracts and soulmate clients soulmate clients help catalyst you as much as you help catalyst them. Mm -hmm. And soul contracts do the same, but it's a little more challenging, right? They, they teach you a lesson. So once I started learning my lessons and then working with this incredible woman, I got to see her grow in so many different ways. And she, her, her earth energy as she was growing allowed me to also be like, okay, I'm coming back home. I'm coming back home. And as soon as I really got myself back into balance, right? Because it's not linear. Like healing is not linear. You're not going to have everything perfect and lined up. Like it's very rare that somebody starts a business and it's like, boom, everything's perfect. And that's yeah. all it ever does. Like it's just no. always perfect all the time. <laughs> not possible. Like, if you're out there, please send me a letter <laughs> and proof. <laughs> and of course this is up to perspective. Like I am so grateful for the journey. Don't get me wrong. I'm laughing about it for a good reason. I'm, I've now been able to turn all that healing into empowerment, take victimhood and change it into something that not only empowers me, but empowers the people I get to work with. And through that, I was able to, you know, a few months in all of a sudden, everything like doubled and then it tripled and then it quadrupled because I came back home to myself and I said, all right, now that I'm looking at myself through clear eyes again, now that I'm healthy, now that I'm happy, now that I am honoring, you know, and it wasn't perfect. Again, the grieving process is, 
is linear. It does, it's not stagnant. It's not the same all the time, but noticing it, noticing what I was noticing and taking ownership of my well-being was when, even though I was still struggling a bit, I was able to create something beautiful and call in soulmate clients, call in this incredible program that lights me up so much. I filled my one-to-one program, right? As soon as all this stuff clicked, it was like one-to-one program filled like so fast. I can't even tell you. I didn't even do anything. <laughs> like that's how I felt. It was like, boom, you're in alignment. Okay. Here's everything we've been trying to send you. <laughs> <laughs> and then I launched the soul line business Academy and I'm now in the third round of doing that group coaching program. And what I yeah, I, I love it so much. <laughs> But what it allowed me to do was grow really steadily and organically. And there, was, there wasn't a point of like, boom, I'm famous and then everything dropped. It was learning myself and thus learning how my business needed to be run in order to honor myself. And then from there, everything is able to grow as long as I'm connected to my center. Hmm. Yes beautiful so now you are supporting your clients uh, through this through your academy and uh, you basically bridge uh, the knowledge of business marketing with uh, ayurveda right yeah <laughs> mm. little different <laughs> but it's really it's effective mm-hmm unique to everybody and what what has been like so far for your uh, experience and the client you work with the biggest challenges uh, they have faced in implementing like this type of work uh, more energetic because you know we do a very similar work but on a, in dif- from different angles so what challenges did you find good question you know and i'm this has come to me a lot recently, especially um, just in the beginning of this third round of the en- enrollment. And uh, it's come up each time, every single client. Getting into alignment, getting into balance is actually kind of the easy part. Mm. Once you're in balance, so like I was saying before with Vata, a lot of what I share in the beginning of this program is grounding people. And we just got to that point where I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so grounded and I know exactly what I need to do. Now is when the hard work comes. (laughs) Now is you have to choose love over fear. Mm. To choose power over victimhood. Yes. Choose to be empowered and to show up for this work. And that is, that's choice. And that's the hard part. Mm -hmm. And that's like, that's, I think, why it's so important. And I know that you're, you're an advocate for this too, but the energy that we bring to this work is what's going to create the results. Yes. Totally. Like I was just before our podcast channeling like a message and I was like, you know, you can have uh, and invest uh, in all the programs and in all the coaches but if you don't put uh, the work uh, every single day, it's not going to, to change. Mm-hmm. It's true. It's 
true. I mean, it's it's not something that you can show up whenever. And no. It's like a constant uh, practice. And, you know, what I love about the work you do and also the work I do with the Human Design the Jink is that it gives you tools uh, that then you can keep uh, coming back to and implement and re-implement uh, and it gives you more trust in yourself and in your own energy. Yeah. Yeah, because it's like you know yourself better than you've ever known yourself. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like you start to get to that point where you're like, oh my gosh, it all makes sense. <laughs> right? <Exactly. laughs> I think I said that like three times when you and I had our, our session and you read my, yes. my chart. I was like, oh my gosh, this all makes so much sense. And I hear it from my clients too, where they're like, that's why I haven't been able to decide on anything. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's exciting. You know, yeah. it's, so fun the deeper you go the more you get humbled by like this journey and the more you're able to just love yourself at depths that you, you didn't even know existed mm -hmm. right yeah because at the end how, how I feel about uh, you know entrepreneurship and making money I don't know if you agree with me but it's um is not actually about the man itself or the entrepreneurship, but it's about fulfilling our sole purpose here on this planet and uh, feeling uh, good in the process of doing it, you know? Mm -hmm. And the key is surrender, because mm. at the end of the day, we don't have control over anything. And we just have to trust that if you are in alignment with your soul's purpose, then the higher power up there or the law of attraction or whatever it is that you focus your, your thoughts on that you believe is supporting you, it's going to support you. It's mm -hmm. going to give you everything you need. So money is the byproduct. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, what do you, like, what do you do on a daily basis uh, to bring yourself back in alignment? Mm, so I guess this is also because I'm a bit Vata, but <laughs> <laughs> it can change pretty regularly. Um, so, you know, in the, in the winter, for example, it's a bit colder. So I do like a, a heating practice in the morning. I'll do like fire breath. I'll do like, you know, apple cider vinegar and like I'll have, um, foods with a bit more spices in it and things like that. In the summer, I, I do more grounding. I spend more time like sitting under a tree. Mm -hmm. and, and those things really, they resolve anything that is not feeling 100% after that, it, it does, you know? And I think like the big thing to remember, it doesn't really matter, you know, um, what dosha you have or, or anything like that. The main key is to remember when trying to get yourself into balance are this. You want to have a daily practice. So the dinacharya is considered the daily practice. The first step, like I shared before, is scraping your tongue and brushing mm -hmm. your teeth. You have 
warm water to ignite the digestive fire because the digestive system is what's going to dictate how your day goes basically um, it also relates to your mind right so you can't be not digesting food and then feel like you're going to digest thoughts very well it doesn't work like that then there's meditation like i i do a pranayama practice or a visual meditation or kundalini or something every day because mm. it, ooh, <laughs> that clears me <laughs> <laughs> and i choose which one i do according to how i feel right so if i feel a bit more stagnant i'm gonna do like i said earlier like fire breath if i'm feeling like crazed and my mind is going haywire i'm gonna do alternate nostril breathing or you know like deep breathing, just deep, slow breathing. Mm -hmm. But the other factor is what we eat and how we eat. So like taking a break for lunch for all you entrepreneurs out there who are on your phone and on your computer and then like sideways leaning in your chair and putting a granola bar in your mouth and like mm -hmm. crumbs are getting everywhere and then you go right back to type in that email. Slow it down. Take, even if it's just 15 minutes to eat that food, you are going to digest it better you are going to be thinking more clearly and you're going to be able to write that email faster than you would have if you were typing it out while you were eating. So allowing yourself to eat mindfully, eat local and organic food and preferably like if you can cook it at home, awesome. You know, and it's not that that's going to dictate whether you're in and out of balance, but these are things that are going to really help you in the long run with your health, with your well-being and with your success. Beautiful. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there's, again, there's like a thousand practices that you can do and it's, everyone's a unique individual. Yes. So <laughs> we need to keep that in mind, but these are kind of like the basics, the foundation. Mm -hmm. I will start scrub my tongue in your honor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel so honored, Ellie. Thank you. <laughs> Send me some tongue updates. <laughs> It was so funny. I like, I was joking around with my friends the other day. I was like, yeah, I looked in the mirror and I realized that I'm actually my own doctor now. <laughs> I realized like, you know, I had a little bit too much like sweets. <laughs> I love non-dairy ice cream. Um, ben and Jerry's has a seven layer non-dairy ice cream. Wow. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> I woke up in the morning and I was like, feeling sluggish, open my mouth, look at my tongue, and it's covered in, like, white gook, and I'm like, okay, we need to do something about Cappadocia today. <laughs> awesome. So thank you so much for sharing all your wisdom and knowledge with us today. And uh, where my listeners can find you, connect with you online, uh, your website, tell us all the things. Of course. Oh my gosh. My favorite platform by far is Instagram and mm -hmm. my username on there. That's how we met too. <laughs> <laughs> so as you can see, it's one of my favorite because I met one of my favorite people and <laughs> my username is Caitlin Anne Marie with the underscore at the end. Um, and it's K-A-T-E-L-Y-N-A-N-N-E-M-A-R-I-E. And then um, I'm also on Facebook. I have a Facebook group that anyone's welcome to join. It's called the Soulpreneur Sisterhood. And I do some live trainings in there. I talk more about Ayurveda and business. It's really fun. Um, great community to connect with like-minded entrepreneurs. And then otherwise, 
my website is caitlinannmarie.com. Awesome. Thank you so much again. It was great to talk to you, to discover more of this beautiful Ayurveda. And uh, yeah, if you want to connect with her, just you know, go over on Instagram or on her website uh, or on the Facebook group, uh, but we will put also all the links uh, in the description of the episode so you can connect with Kathleen. Thank you so much for having me. It's always Thank such you. a pleasure to talk to you and even more so to talk to you and your community. So thank you for having me. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Bye. Bye.